Welcome everybody to another episode of Out of Character. This is Jupiter Sanders and I am with Cotton, my ever-present co-host. Indeed, indeed. It's nice to be the ever-present co-host. Hello everybody. But tonight it's all about you again. It, yes, the best topics. The best <laughs> topics are when they're about you and you get to talk the most. Mm, yeah. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> no, everybody enjoys those the best. I know it. I'm comfortable with it. I've accepted it. We need to have a good Jupiter episode. We need one where that's that's what we're gonna do next. After we the show, we're gonna brainstorm. Into... What are we gonna what? We're gonna brainstorm a good Jupiter episode where I just sit back and throw the occasional comment, and you really just extemporaneously carry it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but tonight or today, right now, that is not what we are doing. We're here to discuss your game. Things are happening. Things have happened. Things will happen. Indeed, indeed. What? The gong has sounded, and then there were five. Oh my god. I can't believe you killed one of your players. Please don't spoil it yet. I cannot believe you killed one of your players. <laughs> Who does that? A monster. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so you all know, uh, she's, a... She's, a, she's a bigger <laughs> ass than she's even letting on at this moment. Let's just go ahead and... Anyway... <laughs> All right, give us your update. Do it in your own words. All right, so uh, <laughs> so the the update in my own words is I am not that bad of a GM. Uh, and so my, my my mother contacted me and said, "Well, John, I have a have some stuff coming up, and I won't be able to attend the games anymore. So this is going to be my last session." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Thanks for letting me know that." Uh, <laughs> as I've been prepping, so. Cool, but okay. It was, it was, she gave me several days a heads up, and I was like, "Well, well, you know, Mom, how do you want to do this? You know, like fade away, or do we want to like kill off Puff the Sorcerer, her uh, her her draconic lineage Sorcerer of Fireball, Fly, and Maychan? But you can get a lot done with Fireball, Fly, and Maychan, and Greater Invisibility. Those those four spells will get you pretty far, you know. And she was getting banished too. You know, banished was kind of rocking it. So it's time yeah, for yeah. <sighs> time for uh, Puff to puff out. So basically, you just smoked your mom. Yeah, uh, that was the In plan, game. and uh, it wow. it was weird how it all worked out. I actually feel it worked out okay. Kind of bad for trying to force it. Like I kept trying to come up with something that was that was railroaded and surefire. Because however this goes, Puff ain't coming back, right? So we need something to work out. We need to make this thing railroaded and, and assured without it seeming heavy-handed, right? And I also wanted her to be able to go out in a blaze of glory. So I had this idea of, okay, there's there's uh, Withers. He's kind of like the second-in-command of, of uh, Serac, the Lich. And I'm going to have him come out of his office where he's supposed to be. And I'm going to have him make a goddamn army of skeletons. Just an army of And I made like 30-something skeleton tokens. Like, let, let's go. And he shows up, and he's the odd, creepy guy. And it's like, well, time for y'all to die. And I had this set up in a long, narrow room. It was the Halls of Reflection, if you follow along. It's about four or five spaces wide and, I don't know, 15-ish long. So a good a good corridor. And I'm just going to send an army of undead, and they're gonna, and I'm going to make them all have one hit point. It's just going to be get hit, and they die. And, and Withers is going to, like, retreat behind his army of skeletons and continue to be an NPC. Right? That was, that was the plan. And they would be swarmed, and, I, and what I was going to do is, is have, like, he, he has in his art this chess piece 
this like glowing skull thing, and I'm going to have him like be able to use it to cast Power Word Kill. Because the idea here is my mom is going to cast Fireball, blow up a bunch of skeletons. He sees her as a threat, you know, puts his hand on his chest piece with his glowing red eyes, and the light goes out as he casts Power Word Kill on the one that uh, that laid low his army of skeletons. Okay, that feels pretty good. Power Word Kill will one-shot that character. Uh, he uses it. It's clearly consumed because the light would, would go out in his chest piece. So it's not like it's a constant thing. He's over here just spamming Power Word Kill. Mm-hmm. She gets to blow up the skeletons. So that that was the plan. How do you feel about this plan? Okay, I have a few questions. Number one, was it just you and your mom that knew that Puff the Sorcerer was going to die? Yes. So your rest of your table had no idea about this. You wanted it to just be a surprise for them? Yep. All right. Right there, to me, I feel it should have been a table conversation prior to the start of the game. That way they knew when shit went down, they were not supposed to try to save the sorcerer. Because the sorcerer is supposed to die. So, number one. Number two, I think it's interesting that you were able to so quickly come up with a way to kill your mom's PC. If I quit, this took me like three days. This was like idea number three Just or four. Saying. It took me a short time to say it. There were several <laughs> other bad plans. I had like a spider was going to come down and bite her, and so she would be slowly dying throughout it. And I was going like, to like tease the fact that there would be an antidote in Withers' office, and they'd bust mm-hmm. it, and he'd be like, why would I have an antidote? You know, that was kind of a cool thing I had thought of, but it felt like that could go wrong. Like, you have to give her a con save. And if yeah. she crushes the roll, well, yeah. fuck. Uh, you know, so, uh, a pa- yeah. power word kill is a good spell when you need to kill off so, the character. Uh, so Leal and Psychotron are both listening as we record live. And Leal has says he disagrees with me. He feels it's better if the table doesn't know, which we can discuss that later. Uh, and he said you spent some time workshopping how to off your mom. Yeah. Look at him. He says, yeah, like, doesn't everybody? Yeah, well, because I love her, I wanted it to be cool. I wanted her to go out in a blaze of fireballs. You wanted her to have an epic ending. Yeah, if I I would have had more time and more time to coordinate with my mom, I would have come Mm -hmm. up with something where she, like, blew the room up. That that was what I really wanted to do. Well, so, like, like have a bunch of zombies come in, like, carrying oil uh, on them in some way to like as a as a preemptive against these fireball spam and have her cast fireball anyway. Like the only answer is fireball, but withers like some mysterious force has outfitted the mass zombies with you know backpacks or something filled up with with uh, furnace oil. And I was okay. going to have like one of them out to tease it, right? Like they find one lone zombie, it dies. Furnace oil drops to the ground. Maybe it has a torch with it. There's some light fire damage to introduce the concept. Send an army of these fuckers, and they have no AOE outside Fireball, right? That was the mm-hmm. cool. And then, like, Puff, but I could not figure out a way to do that without it being obvious of, like, well, let's just go around the corner and throw Fireball from far away, or let's mm-hmm. make a fire trap. Or I couldn't make the the, 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 the the power word kill thing was like, this will work. All right, it will work. And it is, I mean, it's, I can see where someone could think, I don't know, that was kind of a little too. Like, oh, you always got to give a chance. But on the other hand, your mom has told you, I can't make the games. I got to die. Yeah, it didn't work. So she's basically, you have one player (laughs) right now asking to be railroaded to a certain destination 
one which means they no longer play but you have the rest of the table who isn't aware of this i wonder how they felt during the game did they also feel railroaded no because it didn't fucking work oh okay go <laughs> on oh. so, so they had a little bit of a problem uh a so bit of a problem okay. yeah with a, with a bunch of skeletons <laughs> Now, they saw Withers as the mini-boss. Withers is not supposed to die. And I didn't really track his HP. They killed Withers like 18 times over. Oh they loaded God. that motherfucker up with so much goddamn damage. It but was insane. not supposed to die? Yeah, I, just, I, I pretended like I was writing stuff down. I was just not doing oh, anything. Oh, you're one of those. <laughs> they're All like right. burning magic All arrows. Right. They're burning consumables on this guy. Yeah. I'm like, well, that doesn't fucking matter. You're uh, a liar GM. <laughs> Got it. I, but there's only so much of that you can do. Mm-hmm. And so, and my mom had low initiative, right? Everyone smokes this guy initiative. So out the gate, our cleric, and, and they all leveled to 10. I said, everybody hit level 10. Cleric took flame strike or some shit. I did not know, or she shifted. I didn't know she had this. And our cleric is very conservative with her spells. She doesn't mm-hmm. like to let it fly. Now she's gotten better. And her her decision-making on that is not perfect, but it was clear. Like they were saying fireball when I, when I loaded up like 16 tokens. They were already saying fireball, fireball, fireball. Cleric is like flame strike, blur, and they just like just smokes them all. Well, now all the zombies are gone, so he's totally unprotected. He doesn't have the turn he needs to retreat, and they wail on this guy. I even had him cast Wall of Fire through the narrow gap in the level to slow them down and do lots of damage, which it did. But like, I spent one turn not retreating, and they do like ninety damage to this dude who's got like not even that much health. And as they're wailing on, and I load up even more skeletons coming around the corner. And I think my mom got to do one fireball. And at this point, it was becoming tedious. And I'm like, this fight is just going to not feel great. Like in my head, it was going to be epic to have the constant army of skeletons. In practice, it did not feel epic. In practice, it was like, I've done this twice. If I load this thing up again, it's not going to feel real. Like it, it, it would have felt a lot better, I understand now. If there was a finite number, if there was like, if you see a field of skeletons and I'm like, there are 2000 skeletons there. Good luck. That would have been epic. Right. Or a thousand or whatever the number for mm-hmm. it, it. I think it would have felt cheesy, which it was cheesy, but I didn't want it to feel cheesy. You know, I think and, if I was a player in that game and the GM said, oh, there's 200 skeletons, I'd go, what the fuck? Yeah, but it would have been cool. It would feel no, it wouldn't. It would feel like I'm about to die. Well, Fireball is more powerful than you are giving it credit for. Uh, fireball no, can knock out. I know how powerful out. Fireball is, which is why I've never played a class that has Fireball. That's oh. a decision that you can make. Fireball it cool. is. It is. It is. It is. I mean, my mom had her T-shirt on that I bought her that says, "I didn't ask how big the room is." I said, "I cast Fireball." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that she has that. So anyway. Um, so cleric class flame strike. We have one hit from my mom, and the dude can't even. Oh, our like uh, the dude. Um, I have him go down, right? I want to have him die, and I had some tomb guardians that they were going to fight, and I was going to have I was going to have them come up and like haul away my mom's body as part of a thing, mm-hmm. or to like haul away Withers' body but before they can even get to go. Mm-hmm. Like I tease them with like you hear them stomping. I'm thinking they're going to run away, right, or do something. A rogue goes up and steals the goddamn chess piece off this fucker. So, like, yeah, I may resurrect, you know, I may get Withers back up. He's undead anyway. I can have his body pulled away and have him come back badasser and stronger. Mm-hmm. And I might or might not do that. But 
but they stole his his cool powered kill chess piece thing that I, that I teased, right? It's mm-hmm. like God fucking damn it! It's cheesy to give him a second bullshit piece of armor that he did not wear that day. Some shit. So anyway, they just kind of won that fight, and because they rushed the tomb guardians in the hallway, they couldn't get out of the hallway. Like I had them, I came up with some ram technique. Again, the party is more powerful than I gave it credit for. As Bamps has brought up, the D&D balancey thing is bullshit at higher levels. At like 10th level, it's like, oh, this is a deadly fight. You know, it's a joke of a fight. It really is all about action economy. D&D is mm-hmm. so action economy based mm-hmm. and initiative based. And so, yeah. Hmm. There uh, you Leo go. has a question. <laughs> okay. He said he's surprised your cleric didn't activate turn undead. Right. I kind of thought that uh, she might do that, but she would have had to have gotten closer. And Uh, I'm thinking like, okay, that's kind of cool. That's fine. And in my head, the the bigger thing I can say to that is in my head, I thought it was going to feel epic to have the infinite skeletons and in place, the time it takes to lay them back out felt cheesy. It just Mm -hmm. didn't, the the vibe of the moment was, this is just going to be cheesy. It's just not Mm -hmm. working. They're wailing on this guy. I have I have underestimated them in a straight mm-hmm. up fight. Fuck. So here's the thing: you have their character sheets at your place. Mm-hmm. So you you could have reviewed the sheets, looked to see everything they had, but I don't think there's any way that you could foresee all the different things they could have done. That and I leveled them to ten, and they you know they they may level two minutes before the game. Yeah. And I and level ten is not a huge level. Mm-hmm. I think our cleric shifted something around or had a spell in her back pocket. I, I was not expecting flame strike. I will definitely say yeah. that. Which is in, in the in the range on it. Turn on dead. I think you have to get a little closer. Mostly, it just in my head it felt cool, and in the moment it did not. It did not go the way that I thought would have been cool and epic. So I was debating on what to do. So you spent three days making this plan, and as we know, no plan survives the players. At the yeah, end. I know. And now you did this thing and you were hoping it would be cool, but it didn't land. It didn't go off the way you had hoped. It wasn't the epic send off that you wanted to do. So you, to me right now, it feels like you abandoned that. They won it and you found a new cheesy way to kill your mom. Yes. It, it was, it worked out and I, it, your it, mom's PC, not your yes, mom. Yes. Exactly. Her PC. Your and, mom and is so, fine. Your mom is fine. Everyone. I misspoke. It's his mom. And, and the cleric is like reading her sheet. She's getting into it. She casts mass heal. Cause everyone took damage from wow. this wall of fire. And so I'm like, fuck, you're not, I'm, you're not, you're, you're anti helping. Okay. You're mm. helping in a way that doesn't help me. Wow. So, I wonder uh, if she they heals everybody knew. up what you were trying to accomplish. How no, they had no clue. But if they did know, this wouldn't have gone the way it did. Which but is that why would be metagaming, say, which we've not, established is wrong is somehow. Wrong. But this is a player <laughs> leaving the table and getting a good send-off. Yeah. I don't think it's metagaming when everybody agrees to it. And says, oh, this is because this PC is leaving. Let's do an epic send-off. Cool. That is, like, that is metagaming. Right. That is what metagaming is. It is. But everybody agrees. It's not one person metagaming to fuck up a game. God damn it. Anyway, so we move along, figuratively and in our game. And <laughs> so there is a, uh, they do some exploring. And they come across a tunnel. All right. And... This actually worked out to be pretty organic. There is a 
uh, metal sheet in this tunnel, like a metal plate, with a carved shape of a minotaur, and the eyes are cut out so you can see through the holes in the plate. And again, this is a crawl space tunnel. Can't stand up. Have to crawl. Our ranger goes first, okay? And I want to come back to that. Normally, our barbarian is always first. Our ranger took the lead this time. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, I'll go ahead and say it. And I had asked Bams about this. I have a player who plays our barbarian, and he is taking up a bit of the spotlight. He's a he's a loud, gregarious, big guy. We have a few gregarious people, and he's kind of aware he's taking up a lot of the oxygen. He's like, "Well, they're just not going." I, and I'm like, "Well, give them more than like half a second. You know, they're they're a little bit more slower to go." And I get that you're the big tanky guy, but you are. And he and he instantly got it. He's he has no problem. And so he was a little slower and gave them a little bit more space, right, to kind of get mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. And frankly, it was really helpful. Like that conversation went great. The end result was great. So now our ranger was like, yeah, I'll go in the lead. I'll go in the – I'll be our point man and get in this thing. We come to the middle sheet. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, he doesn't know about looking through the eye holes. Could that be a trap? 100%. But it's not. And he wants to lift it. Well, there are rules in the book that say, okay, you can lift this. It requires an athletic strength check to, to push this sheet up because it's uh, it's easy to notice that it's spring-loaded, right? So this is a sheet of metal in the tunnel blocking their way of this crawl space. But it's it, you can be pushed up, and you can feel it like wobble and move, but it needs to be pushed with some level of strength. And you push it up, he succeeds on the roll, and you feel it click in the ceiling. Now, what the players do not know is this thing is on a 60-second timer. After 60 seconds, it slams down like a guillotine. Now, I don't know how to represent one minute of time in a non-combat situation, right? So I, and so I, I got the, their order through the thing. I was very meticulous, pretending to roll and shit. And my mom was going to be the last one through there. And I thought, well, it's kind of cinematic, and it makes sense that one minute, you know, which is a fairly long time, it's going to hit the last person in the party. Mm-hmm. So I made the fiat decision that whatever person it's going to hit, like, like if I was playing it straight, I probably would have rolled a D6 and chose whoever was the, you know, whoever hit the die roll, you know? Mm-hmm. And but I just chose her. So this thing slams down. And it does a lot of damage. It's like 8d10 or something, and she was not at full health anyway. Well, I cranked it to like 12d10. I was like, we're going to kill. We're, we are we are not ahead. This is, this is my opportunity from on high. And it even says a player killed by this is cut in two. They can't, like, there is no reviving them. They're, mm-hmm. they're separated in half. They're, they're just fucking dead. So that is also convenient. Well, I rolled the first set of eight, which is the actual damage, and all the numbers are seven and higher. Mm-hmm. Like just 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 scorching hot, and it just flat killed her there. So I was like, I didn't even have to juice it up. Like I, so it kind of worked. It was like a fairly organic way to kill off a character who wanted to go. And it was time to leave, and I didn't even have to gin the damage up, which I was going to do. And therefore, Puff died in the crawlway, being torn in half by a guillotine trap. What were their reactions before they found out that this had to happen? What was the table's reaction? Not your mom's, but the rest of the table. Uh, like like blank shock, like trying to find. It was a blank stare that felt like they were trying to get out of it. How do we? How do we? How do we undo? How do we save? How do we roll this back? You know, and Ruth was Ruth is our cleric who was like, I'm gonna spare the dying. I'm like, well, she she's in half. 
So there's that bit of a problem. And I mean, you really don't want to like haul around half a body anyway. And that's when my mom was like, well, y'all, you know, it's been fun, but I have a thing that I have to go do. And, and, then, and then it became more clear that it was not a totally tragic moment. I have told them to have their characters on backup. After that, they just couldn't help but make jokes. I think part of it was the shock, but they were just making the the worst joke was my mom had like the inspirational leader thing on her character. Mm-hmm. And so uh, our barbarian said, hey, y'all, take off the extra uh, temporary hit points from that bonus. And our rogue said, do we have to take all or just half? Because, you know, yeah. she was cut in twain. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Oh, hmm. man. No, no honor among the D&D players. No. Huh. They did. They did. Uh, the cleric did use some holy light to like burn the body into ashes and do like a crematory type of thing. Okay. So, and I did mention her soul is now within the soulmonger. So you know, get to get to get to dealing with that. <laughs> get to dealing with that. Yeah. <laughs> so and then there were five. So now it's going to be interesting. You're not going to pick up another player. No, I could probably pick up our cleric's son. But mm-hmm. frankly, six players is already a lot, and so it's yeah. it's not the worst thing in the world to go down to five. No, four to five is a is a good amount. Yeah, six six was my mom c- can play, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'll do six for for my mom, and yeah. I'll I'll always have that, and that's pretty cool that I got a chance mm-hmm. to do that. It was it was really great, you know. Wow. It also showed that talking to a player is a helpful thing, especially if they're like a cool person, and he is going to be the next person to step up as a GM. That's his plan. It's when this is roll. This is done. He's gonna be a GM. Who is he? Uh, our barbarian, Kevin. Oh, because you kind of just started in the middle there. I was like, sorry, the the barbarian, uh, you know, Kevin <laughs> slash Kevin slash Turok, the barbarian, will uh, be t- uh, taking up the the reins. And he was the player that was sucking up a lot of the oxygen in the room. Mm. Always, I go in that room. I go in that room. I grab mm-hmm. that object. I touch. I, I do this button. You know, he's he's it's doing that not thing. Not a video game. Calm down. He, Let everybody do it. I've seen him. It's, it's a bit of a trap that I've seen other barbarian or dumb players do, which is I'm dumb and I do dumb shit. So if you don't stop me from doing dumb shit, I will do all the dumb shit. And I get where that's coming. It's actually coming from not a terrible place. It's coming from a place of role play. But it's also annoying as mm-hmm. fuck. It is. It is. I've, now, I've had Oz play a, a barbarian in a D&D game for me. And barbarians do have the low intelligence, but he had a high wisdom. And to me, you know, wisdom is street smarts and intelligence is book smarts. So to me, I'm like, you're not a moron. Like, you know things. Yeah. You, you, just you know you different would, things. Like, your high wisdom and low ant means you're probably aware you're not smart. And you don't yeah, need to be I, pushing all the buttons. Yeah, you don't need to do Like, There's a better way to play it. And Oz played it that way. Like, yeah, I'm not brilliant. And I don't understand most of the things you guys say. But I'm also not a, a moron. I know what to do and how to do things, you know, but, uh, but I mean, but I do know some uh, people that like to play barbarian as, you know, Hulk smash, big, dumb smash, smash. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they like it. Maybe they like not having any responsibility in the game, or maybe they feel having that type of character. Does it? I've done it with Mary Sue where she was oblivious to things, but that was because I was trying to play a naive young woman and so i mean i had to be oblivious to things so uh, there's there's again it's the kind of thing which can work and it's a it's a i don't know how to put it it's kind of like 
fine the first time you do it and encounter it. So like he's trying to play this character and it's not a complete stretch. It, it doesn't feel false. It doesn't feel like the guy who plays yeah. the chaotic, neutral, stupid rogue yeah. who's clearly trying to be a shitbird. Yeah. It's, it's coming from a real thing. place. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm doing, which, yeah. And, and I did like one of my D and D classes this past Friday and it was very much, I'm a rogue. So I steal. I'm a rogue. No. I steal. I steal that. I steal this. Oh, I steal. Oh, I steal. Oh, I steal that too. And I'm like, just fucking chill. <laughs> you know, goddamn. I want to play a lawful good rogue. I really do. It's anyway that there's that aside, but uh, you know this his his barbarian thing was coming from a real place. It was just annoying as shit, and he wanted to do all the stuff, and he mistook the pause and hesitation of the uh, of the other players as well. They're not going to do shit, so it needs me to save the day. You know, it needs me to rush in here and get the action going because they're just going to sit here and pussyfoot and not do anything. No, they just they just they did an extra two and a half seconds. <laughs> so maybe it'll give hmm. some more time. And my mom was kind of in between. She didn't tend to inject herself into conversation and story time, mm-hmm. but she did want to blow shit up. Like her solution to lots of problems was fuck this shit fireball, and that's not always wrong, but it's not always right either. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the and the character head was was juiced to the max. Like my other players. Well, I thought we're not playing mechanically great. Like they're okay with mm-hmm. their selections of abilities and spells, and and the deployment of those abilities and spells. Well, my mom, you know, every time she comes over, we had D and D class, and I'm like, I have built this character within the bounds of good taste to be able to blow shit the fuck up, and it did. You min max <laughs> your mom's PC. You're goddamn right. You min max <laughs> your mom. Yeah. And, and you, I, then you get if, upset because she always wants to fireball. No, no. I mean, upset. you give them a big I'm gun; upset. they're always gonna shirt. shoot it. Yes, I bought her a shirt that was pro fireball. Exactly. I am not upset. I am not guilty. I would have done it again. <laughs> there's a there's a lot more corrupt things I've done on this earth than to min max my mother's D and D character. <laughs> Fucking, and I, I didn't go. First of all, I didn't go nuts. I I, yeah. I stayed within the player's handbook. Uh-huh. Okay, I did not I go in. So. I didn't go in there and do the super duper horse shit. I just chose good spells. <laughs> Oh. And was like, here's when you need to use these spells. Mini bad guy fireball. Much bad guy aim fireball. You know. So there there you go. I made a simple to play. Like our Okay. And I kinda wanna bring this up. I mean, since we're talking about it, I have a druid and she is the uh fiance of, of our ranger. And they're both very quiet people. Now they're great and they're fun and they're funny and they have good things to say. He's into it. He's a big, you know, nerd. He plays magic, he plays D D. She plays board games, but more casual ones. And at D&D, it's like I don't feel mechanically like she's barely there. You know, she doesn't have a big impact. and I kind of feel her zoning out sometimes. But I don't know how to say, like, play this class better. I don't know how to give her assistance. <laughs> like, I've told yeah, her in the past. Her. Yeah, like I told her get, get like, entangled. And she's get like, good. no, I, people say to use entangle, but I like ice knife. Ice knife is trash. And she just spams ice knife. It's such a trash spell. And it's such a it's a trap too. It looks really cool, yeah. But it's not good. And she does that. And she doesn't ever transform as a druid. She wanted to be a druid to go be a bear and fuck shit up. And that's not what D and D druids do. I wish they did. It's just the one big change. I wish that they did. I wish you could be a bear and fuck shit up. You can turn into animals if you're the the moon druid. But it's not. It's she didn't pick it, or it's not very good, or she's just not doing it. She, she's, she's not it's, doing it, or she didn't pick it. Because if you have it, you should be doing it, and it's awesome. What it, what she should be doing, and, and maybe that's true on that. I don't know which which. I think she did choose moon druid actually. 
But yeah. yes, she should be up there fucking shit up, or she should be doing like I'm a spider and I go spy on shit yeah. and I get intelligence. She just doesn't. She just sits back and fucking spams ice knife, and it's like you don't. I, 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 so, are you guys still in the module? Yeah. Is this still your your entire world? Okay. Um, you need to do things to kind of me. If she's not done a lot of role playing games, it's your job as the DM to kind of help educate her and maybe bring her out and kind of like hey like shine the light on her and say hey you're the only one that can do this thing i i i have done so i gave her the plants and i gave her the uh there's yeah there's some druid spell and she did she did catch that one that was my last time i just threw her an absolute t-ball um of uh oh god what's that it's a it's a spell that kills plants these were like assassin vines Mm-hmm. And it was a spell that just absolutely wrecks plants and does like, you know, 11 bajillion damage. And she did. And she got to shine and she got to nuke those fucking plants. So I, I threw that out there, but I don't want to keep doing that. It's just that I feel the class and, and I haven't. Well, when I told her to get entangled, right, right at, at a much lower level, and I think she got it and it was deeply effective. And then she like, she like specked out of it. Okay. And I don't know why she uses, maybe I should look her character sheet up again. But yeah. I went to her and I was like, "Here's this, this, and this," and she was like, "Yeah, maybe, maybe not." And well, okay. have you ever, instead of telling her what she should do, have you ever asked her what does she want to do? Maybe she's not connected to this character. Maybe she's just going through the motions. Maybe she's just there because her fiance is there. I think I think she has a good time. Like we like she you she's think, having fun. You don't yeah. know, so maybe you need to just kind of talk to her one on one and say, "Hey, I just want to." Go over your character sheet. We're at level 10. There's a lot of cool stuff you can do. And, you know, the um, the CR rating for, you know, the things you can turn into. She's seen a lot of things now. And these are, let's go over all the animals you can change into and, you know, go over that with her. Well, she she and does just have a good time. Ask her questions about, hey, like, well, what's a goal? What would you like to happen? I mean, I did it with you guys in the zero session for Deadlands. What do you guys want to do in a Western? What are the tropes you want to hit? And, you you know, you guys gave me a list and I've been hitting them to make sure that I'm doing what you ask. And what here, you here is like my response back to that, which is, wow, oh. she's having a good time because we are all having a good time. Like, she's laughing. She's engaged with us. It's just it, it's only bad when it gets to her character and she starts looking at it like it's fucking Japanese. Okay, so she's she's having a good time. Somebody is smiling and laughing doesn't mean they're having a good time. They could just be putting on a face. You don't know until you ask them. Okay. Look, don't. That aside, I know how to tell someone's having a good time. I'm not. Oh, all right. Well, okay. All right. I know this person, and she says I'm having a good time. We have a fun. It's 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 just I wish I could, and I've gone there before. Part of it is also she has a fiance who knows this shit. Like, like he, if if she wanted help, it's there. Like he knows how to mechanically get shit to go. I just don't think she cares about the mechanics so much as being there along with everybody else. I really don't. I think she's there to like have a good time, and occasionally she feels a little underpowered. But like, I don't know how to say, just fucking cast and tangle, or just turn into a bear and go wreck shit. I think she wants to do something different. I don't know. Maybe I should talk to her. I just don't want to be like. I don't want it to be. The imp- she is very sensitive too, which I appreciate. I'm sensitive. I don't want to go to her and be like, "Hey, fucking play this shit more mechanically adept." I don't want to do that. No, you know, I she don't want, want to. to do that. I don't want to come across that way either. Well, that'll be harder. Um, 
Your crew just doesn't seem to be firing on all cylinders, bless your heart. You know? Oh, just say bless your heart at the end of every sentence. She'll be yeah. fine. I so. think it's just, if you don't want to single her out, then just say, hey, we're at level 10. Things going to ramp up. You guys are more powerful now. I just want to go over everybody's characters. Make sure you don't want to tweak anything. I mean, so talk to all of them or say, hey, you know, we're, we're partway through this uh, dungeon. Eventually, we're going to be out of it, Lord willing. And, you know, you want to find about, you want to talk to them about character goals individually. Like, give me some goals so I can work on what we're going to do after this. Right. It, I hear you. I might, we, mm. we only have probably three or four sessions left. And and I do, I do regret, my biggest regret is, I, because this is a module, I, and I don't think I run a module for a while. But it, it took a lot out of the role play of the characters. There was a lot of character development in my homebrew game. Mm-hmm. And then in this game, and we even have two of the characters from that game in this game. Mm-hmm. It's The module really took away from that. And it was very hidden. Like, I, I love this one. This is a good module, frankly. But because there's an A and a B and a C and a D, I'm on that track. So the experiences are very professional and very well done compared to what I could do. But I really feel like the role play in the organic nature of the characters isn't there. And so if I could go back, if I like, if I want to play again, I don't think I'd play a module. I think I'd go back to my homebrew. As scary as it is, I like homebrew. I don't like running the modules. I've never enjoyed modules. Yeah, because the players never do what the module says they'll do. It's always a completely different thing. The last module I ran was Call of Cthulhu. My players went from the beginning, skipped all of the middle, and went right to the end. And it's like, okay, this is fun. Uh, (laughs) It's just, you know, players will just do things. So I'm not a fan of modules. I'm a fan of the homebrew and the, the sandbox play. And you get the stories from them. What's their background? What's the backstory? What are the character goals? And what are the knives? And you just build from that. Fair enough. I I, I handled that problem. I didn't handle the like it was like here's this NPC, and I should have done more with them. And it was very sometimes me and the module were not operating at the same pace or at the same jive. And things felt a little hemmed in, and so I couldn't adapt to that situation. So there's a lot of NPCs who there's a lot of NPCs, and there's been a lot of situations that did not go to a proper rise in action, climax, denouement, uh, and then there and then repeat. It was it was like, oh, here's Withers. He's bad. He's dead now. It it mm-hmm. didn't jive. It was it was on the ones and the threes, not the twos and the fours. So that a little, little bit of that, and I didn't do enough to engender role play, or have enough downtime and for them to role play. Part of that was the module itself has this emphasized ticking clock, which I did not properly put put a counterweight to. Like the module is like there's this evil thing sucking up all the souls, and everyone's dying who has ever been raised from the dead. So TikTok, find the soul monger, shut it down. Me doing that has put pressure on the party to go, 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 and you can't relax. You can't stop. You can't smell the roses. You can't have role play. You can't have a little uh, swim in the, you know, go over here. What I should have, I should have been like, yes, I should have had an NPC say, while it's important for you to do this, it's also important for you to, uh, you know, explore, 
that's in the book, by the way. I didn't catch that bit where it was like, hey, this NPC should say, basically, go level up. Don't don't end run the game. Go get some experience points and get some more levels before you head into the lost city of Omu. Like it's okay mm-hmm. to like explore on your way. Even that doesn't provide enough counterweight, in my opinion. It still says go 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 go. I wish there was something that was like that would have allowed them more space to be able to explore the world, right? To be able to not have to go, go, go. And maybe they have some more time available for that role play situation to happen, to let some of the the pressure off. That's where, I mean, and and you could do something like, well, in the morning when you're having your fire uh, and your breakfast, what are some things you talk about? I have never felt great about that. And I don't think they're good enough role players, frankly, to be able to spin that into something. Like, well, I was sharpening my my blades, and it's like, oh, I was shining my holy cross that I used before morning prayer. I, they, I don't feel like they're going to crank that up. You know, they, they need something to riff off of other than go. They're not mm-hmm. at go level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I don't. There, there's some things I'm learning. There you go. You got to learn. You got to grow. Well, you got to adapt. I mean. I don't know how to say this without sounding like a jerk, but I mean, you know, it's a module. It's not like written in stone. You can change things. You could, you didn't have to put a time clock on it. You could have altered the time clock on it. You could have changed how much it was impressed upon them. Well, yeah, early on. How do you do it later? And it's the, it's the central arc of the game that the people I who were raised from the, the dead are wasting away. <laughs> but you also wanted them to explore an RP, but it doesn't sound like they've had. So you have new players that you want to learn. You know, they want to learn the game. They want to learn how to RP. And you put them in a module that you just told me, put a clock on it, and they don't have a lot of time to RP. Well, that's not their fault. I agree. It was a fuck up. That's why I'm talking about it in this episode. But I think I told you in the beginning running this module was not great because you know, like mo- modules are awful. This is actually one of the highest rated modules. Still, because, yeah, so yeah. it's the best of all the ugh. You know, cursor, it's, it's like Gag, top three or four. Well, the, he the, came that's not from because the military miniature games. I mean... It, the problem with the, hold on, hold on. The problem with human annihilation is not the cruelty of the traps that instant kill you, like what happened this past weekend. That's that's like this one. Like they're here, and maybe they are a problem. But the the, the clock issue is inherent to the module, and I could have found a way to write around it. It should be mm-hmm. in the module. It should be in the module a way to chill the players out mm-hmm. and allow for some more role play time. Mm-hmm. Uh, or to be good enough role players to be like, it's the next morning. What are some things that we talk about? How do you interact in this situation? But they were new, and I had never run a module before, and I did not. I, it was one of those things where I was like, "That's a problem for later." Right now, I got to deal with like, how do that's I make this idiot own Problem for future cotton. Yeah, that's a okay. problem for future now cotton. Now future cotton here's go. Well, what do I do? Yeah. So now I know. Now, now, now it's, it is don't. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, the, the past cotton has fucked up cotton. There's a long, yeah. long line of that happening. Past cotton sitting there drinking a gin and tonic, just happy as a clam. I like, not yeah. my problem. <laughs> Why is my back sore? God damn it, old cotton. <laughs> uh, so what's next for them? You said only two to four sessions left. Yeah, so they're going to be continuing to explore. And I have some problems now with them being a little not knowing where to go, although I think that's solvable. 
and uh, that, that's going to be fine. They're actually doing quite well at solving various puzzles. They really are starting to like, like they, they did a smart thing with like trapping. Like it was a trapped room and there's a big clay golem. And they were like, how about we just not fight this golem and have and lure him into the into the trap? And it was smart and it totally worked. I didn't even roll. It was like, that's going to. Yeah, you're right. He's going to he's going to go here. He's an idiot. He's going to step in front of you. You turn this thing. Bloop. He's fucked. Hmm. So good. Fair play. That. They're, they're doing fairly well powering through the place. Mm-hmm. There's a few issues coming up. I will be working on those on in the in the in the build up to that game. Nothing huge, small mechanical issues. And uh yeah, so they'll they'll continue finding all the keys to open the final door, break it down, fight the Archlicaserac and uh and the the Soulmonger, which is <laughs> a, a thing that is kind of worrying me. The Soulmonger is worrying me. So Mhm. Here, here's I'm laughing deal. at Lickasaurac. Just... Uh, Lickasaurac? Lick what the fuck? It's what I heard you say, Lickasaurac. Clay Aiken name for the Clay. The clay. <laughs> <laughs> Modules are great. Wait, what the fuck is Lickasaurac? I see Clay Aiken for the name of the You golem. said it just now. Oh. You said what? it. They have to fight the, the, I think you were saying Lich, but I heard Lickasaurac. The, the Lickasaurac is a very dangerous dinosaur that's crept its way into the subterranean <laughs> areas of the of the Tomb of Annihilation. Lickasaurac. Okay. <laughs> His tongue is not marishly, though enthrallingly long. Uh, <laughs> My God. <laughs> well, Ugh. you started, Mer. Uh, so they, 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 here, here's an issue that I'm concerned with, okay? Yeah. My player, who is the cleric, is a big time Catholic. Like she's actually the leader of the local right to life chapter. Mm-hmm. And so way back when, <laughs> when we were deciding what module to run, I had this and I had curse of Strahd, which was very role play. It's the number one rated game. And I was like, and, and they decided that they didn't want something that dark. They wanted something more light and popcorny. And Tomb of annihilation can be that it's a good old fashioned D and D very guy gaxing. It's not like, mm-hmm. Curse of Strahd being the the straight up narcissist that he is, right? Aserac's just an asshole. Okay, great. Now, w- when we did not do that, when we did not go to Strahd, I went to her and I was like, I'm kind of glad you guys didn't choose this because, like, the first thing you do is you go to Death House, where a woman sacrifices her baby, and it gets worse from there. And by gets worse from there, what I didn't say is it's turned into a shambling mound. Mm-hmm. So yes, mother sacrifices baby, and that like that's fucked up, right? That's a fucked up thing. Yeah, and it, but it's supposed to set the tone for the whole thing. Yeah, but man, you're ugh. dealing with fucked up things. You're there. You're the good fighting the evil. Yeah, so we, but we you would love didn't... that. You would love to stop that evil. Uh, so, um, <laughs> that was dark. And so, guess what? The end I of Tomb of Annihilation is. Well, yeah, it's the Archlich who's on the cover of the book. But what is the soulmonger? Well, prep for spoilers. The soulmonger is an aborted fetus of a god that he found floating off in space that's undead that he captures and puts in this fucking room and just feeds its souls to munch on. Like it's just sucking up souls from phylacteries in, in its umbilical cords so that it can eventually like explode and consume the world okay. in everything. And this is just a big fuck you from him to earth. Okay. Okay. But it's right. literally a giant token of an undead fetus with umbilical cords radiating out from it. Huh. Right? Not well, not loving to do that. 
You don't have to use that image. It's in the it's in the map. And <laughs> and it like it's the boss it's the boss of the fucking module. It's the thing that does the thing. I mean you chose what you chose. That's a problem. And then Ask and then made. Ha, 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 <laughs> I buy I buy the game Waterdeep. I buy that module and I just enjoyed reading it and learning about it. It seems like a cool module. One of the one of the deals is one of the like, it's, it's a rich family sacrifice their son's soul to a one of the major demons who I can't remember. And like it's turned into a bone devil and then yells and curses at its mother who weeps at the door outside. And if they don't achieve victory, and by the way, them achieving victory is like, you know, bad and kills a bunch of people, then that devil will come back and take the souls of her other children. Maybe there is a deep state cabal and and TSR and yeah, Wizards they keep going after the fuck like weird children <laughs> shit. Stop <laughs> doing. I want a, a module with there. no children, baby shit. Okay, That's god like, damn. That's like a number one thing at a zero session. Like I don't want to see anything with kids. And yeah. now we've got modules and stuff with kids. Murdered babies. Get your murdered babies. Like god damn it, man. Like. That's like, yeah, you're right. That's like number one X card. Do not yeah. want to do thing. Do and want. they're like, fucking throw that shit in there. I guess they're trying to be more progressive than like the mm -hmm. women in refrigerators meme, you know, where it's like they killed my wife and now I'm mad. Must do lots of violence to get the revenges, you know. Okay, Punisher. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Among like 1,400 other fucking. story before. <laughs> Give me a new one. Uh, listen, Sean Wick, they made it a puppy. Right? It was a wink. A puppy. It was a wink and a nod. I'd like, fuck, this is dumb, isn't it? All right, let's go. <sighs> but but overall, we're having a good time. We're hanging out. We're doing the thing. We've got a few sessions left. Mm -hmm. And I am eagerly awaiting becoming a player in a real-life in-game in version of the like, real-life game of D&D. I think I can help them role-play. I think I can make that better, and I get to just play better the game. Work. Yeah, better. You're going to steamroll that table. No, I am not. I am purposefully not going to steamroll that steam table. Steamroll the table. You're gonna. What did you do on the runner hub? I looked at their character sheet and I found things to riff off of. So I just kind of brought them into role play by forcing them by talking about the thing on their character sheet. That's not steamrolling. No, but it was the, a shitty thing. Uh, <laughs> well, that's, I'm, okay. Anyway, here's another <laughs> shitty thing that that grumpy Jupiter wants to fucking like. What did you turn to Andy fucking Rooney and just like hey. another thing? You know, and nowadays, where did Ronald McDonald you know, go? When I was a kid, we had clowns. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you just sort of like. Anyway, I want to. I want to bitch about this thing now. I'm going to. All right. No, we did a show. <laughs> we did an episode. Where you talked about, and we talked about that extensively, and then when it was released, a lot of people agreed with me on that one. I don't give Hate a fuck. to tell That's... ya. <laughs> Hate to tell ya, a lot of people agreed with me. Well, that's that's fine. They that's they that's too bad people, for them. and a lot of people <laughs> voted for Donald Trump. Okay. Wow. So, the you know wow. the people the people can be wrong. They just don't know. People don't want to vote for uh, being manipulated. Because why would they? But I made those people have a good time. And the trick is just don't know. I use the power of manipulation for good, and I feel I great about it. the power of manipulation for good. Yes. Maybe that's yeah. what rubs me the wrong way. How dare you misuse it? That's because you know, and I told you. <laughs> if you didn't know, you'd be happy. How dare you <laughs> misuse manipulation? It's only for evil. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty fair play to you. That's that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I don't know. It's it's we, we don't want to go back into that topic, but it was. I'm glad it it, it caused fire. No, we don't fire. want to go back to that topic. And I can it should be I can only again. hope that that some people are inspired to to make things a little better by by maybe being a little bit more oleaginous. <laughs> only hope I inspired. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I do think it's interesting, you know, I wonder how many, and, and I hope when this releases, people kind of talk about it in the, in the server on the latest episode channel. When a player tells you, hey, I have to leave the game, like as a GM, do you just like, all right, just go, leave, who cares? I'm not even going to like acknowledge it in the game. Do you want to do a send off by killing them in a dramatic way? Or like, are you just like, no, I don't want to put forth the effort or whatever. Yeah, I, I do want. If if there's one thing I want to hear, or the opinion of everybody is that. Did you kill you... your mom in the best way? No. no. <laughs> Did you kill your mom? What now? <laughs> Did you kill your mom in the best way? No. I, I think so. It was all right. It was, no, it wasn't the best way. It, it wasn't was, the it best was way. Solid. It was it better was than solid. it could have been. What? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. we wouldn't even fucking. And, and puff, puff clutches your chest as the massive coronary yeah. has been brewing from all the heart attacks ah! you've eaten and fucking secured <laughs> salt pork has has finally uh, come home to roost, specifically in her left, a, you know, artery, her left atrium, <laughs> <laughs> ventricle. That would be know? a terrible way. Like if you're just a shitty, lazy GM. <laughs> yeah. And your player's like, I gotta leave the game. All right, everybody, you're walking down the hall. All of a sudden. Puff drops to the ground dead. Yeah. Oh no, we're having a heart attack. Wow. <laughs> 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 and aneurysm. Dead. Yeah. Like what? Aneurysm. Done. I didn't know aneurysms could happen in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Power word. What did aneurysm. you roll for that? We have yeah. every session to see if one of you dies by aneurysm. <laughs> Well, your luck has run out. One of you has. Yeah, you, you find a small lump, a small lump on the side of your neck in two years. <laughs> your carriage is going to be kind of done. So just think about what you want them to do. That's hilarious. You find the lump. Now you're at a minus two because you're distracted. What? Yeah. <laughs> The the dwarf from the mines has the black lung. You got a real chest right? of cough going there, don't you? Yeah. Don't like, you, Grunlar? Just curious, all the different ways GMs have killed their players, and like especially like when it's intentional, like the player has to leave. Like, what? How much effort do GMs? I've never had a player come to me and say, "Hey, I'm gonna leave the game," and I've never had to plan their death. I've had to be a PC. And then get launched up into the GM seat and another player took over my character, but they decided they didn't want to play it anymore after a few sessions. So we gave them their own character and we said that my old PC went back to the village that they came from to help them. And he ended up being a folk hero. He died. There was a statue erected. I did put a lot of care into my PC when they died. Uh, <laughs> I th think it's weird to have somebody play a different person's character. That just seems it, like it's a hard. We wanted to see if it, you know, we wanted to see. We, I said, if you don't like it, great, you know. But he didn't want to mix up the dynamic by bringing in a different character. 
okay, but he couldn't play my character the way I played it, and he wasn't feeling it. He wanted to go rogue. Well, you don't want to be a, a druid then. So we just ended up letting him change. But I did, like, do a, a neat off-screen, but I did a, a neat story on how my PC ended up dead. Uh, but I've never done it for another player. I'm curious what GMs have done when a player informs them I can't be in the game. I need to die. And what are the creative ways that people have come up with to kill characters in game? Yes, I, I felt a little hemmed in because we are in the team of yeah. Annihilation. It is locked. You do not get to go. So there is no like I fade away and go back to town and become a barkeep or some shit. Like you're you're stuck in here. You can just have them be faded into the party, which basically they just kind of like go away, which feels really shitty. I could have had them be, or I could have had Puff be kidnapped by the Sone sisters or something, and and like you know she's at the end and you find her and you rescue her and she's hurt and so you're carrying her with you but she's unconscious. I could have done that, right? That was the other thing I considered. But uh, because my mom is kind of out, and I don't know if she'll ever be able to rejoin us. I mean, the thing she's doing is going to take, like, better part of a year. So, you know, I could have done that. It could have been they rescue Puff at the end, and then Puff, you know, retires and, and goes her own way mm-hmm. kind of deal. Yeah. I mean, because you don't really know if your mom, you know, maybe something changes again. And she's like, yeah, I can play. And now, well, you have to make a new character because we can't bring that one back. Well, it uh, <laughs> it is highly unlikely that she will be there uh, in the next okay. in the next nine months. Okay, I just really I so badly want to talk to your mom and ask her, did she leave the game because stuff, or did she leave the game because she was no longer having fun? No, no, she it's Look stuff. Her, no, 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 it's stuff. Okay, I mean I'm privy to my mother's life, <laughs> so yes, I am aware that it's stuff. Yeah, but maybe she doesn't <laughs> want to tell you she didn't like it. I don't know. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm Don't sure worry, your mother I do. loved it. Look at <laughs> I do. Yeah, she just drove 250 miles to this thing she was mediocrely inclined to do. Yeah, she got to see her son. You're an only child, right? Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. No, I'm supposed to not I'm supposed to say that I pine for a sibling and there's a, a missing part of me out there that never got complained. No, nah, fuck that. I got all the Legos. Eat my dick. You know? It's weird having a like a I don't know. Only children are so weird. I'm a middle child. Only children are so weird to me. Though we are. No, we, we, there was a whole thing on Reddit, and I'm like, yeah, we are weird. We don't like uh, – yeah. they tend to be around uh, like parents and older people, and we don't tend to like the chaos of like, – like my best friend when I was growing up had like five siblings. And so the house was always messy, and there was always shit going on. There was always yeah. stuff. And we, and we, don't, we never understand why like siblings beat the shit out of each other. And just, it's like, don't you understand? You have a sibling. Why aren't you cherishing and loving it? It's like, nah, fuck them, get wrecked, punch them in the mouth. Thump. It's how you make <laughs> them stronger. It's yeah. forged by fire. <laughs> I guess you end up getting murdered. <laughs> so you, it's like, there's a reason that fratricide is like a word. I'm just saying. Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> Wanted to fratricide my brothers for a while. Lil's giving you advice, Cotton. He says with your accent, you shouldn't say you pine for a sibling. Why? That's a great way of... No, I, I, wait, wait. Ah. I, I, I pine for a sibling upon the fjords or some shit. I don't know. Like, well, the accent's perfect. What are, we, what are we talking about? Sleeping with siblings. I, oh. For someone pining for a sibling, you're southern. You That's know, not the south. only way to use the word fucking pine. It isn't, but he was making a joke, Cotton. Damn it. <laughs> he can't 
use the other definition or other way to use it. I just it. thought it meant that you lusted <laughs> after the lead actor of the new D&D movie. <laughs> there we go. It took a second. <laughs> Who doesn't lust, lust after Chris Pine? Come on. Look I, I, he is the definition of like B plus looks. Like, wow. he really, which is great. He is. He's a very attractive. But he's not. Yeah, he's like one notch below like Tom Cruise. Ew. He is well above. All right, we're going to have to do an entire episode where we rate men. We rate. We, yeah. we can show you how wrong you are. Who is the hottest Cruise. man in Hollywood right now? Right now? Well, hottest in Hollywood right now? Oh. Nobody, because everybody's on strike. Um, oh, fuck me. God, fuck. Hottest <laughs> Jupiter, man. Jupiter. Hottest? Well, like, you mean just looks, or do you mean hottest as the most popular? I mean, what do you mean? I mean, what, 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 I'm asking Jupiter, who she thinks is the hottest, by whatever definition she wishes to adhere to, male in Hollywood. <gasps> Henry Cavill is pretty, pretty great. Yes. Leo, yes. All right. Yes. Henry you Cavill did get some outside help. Great. Chris Pine is great. Henry Cavill is great. Idris Elba is great. Come on. Joe Manganiello, come on. No. no. Leo, Leo, Joe Leo. Manginelli, I'm sorry He's not to get him divorced, but no. <laughs> oh, I like that's the problem. He's getting a divorce for minus two. No, no, he's getting a divorce and he loves to play. He's a gamer and all, but I just, I've never found him. He was in True Blood and I, I just, I, as an actor, he wasn't good. And I just, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, that's not my type there. No. I would go with Jason Momoa. That's where I'm at. Jason Momoa is good. Yeah. He's good. Not like, you know, my top, but he's good. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, we go. yeah, we'll have to get yeah. together and like rate it. Well, know? yeah, we'll get together and rate men. We won't rate women because that <laughs> no, would just that's been done a lot. For you. That's yeah, been that... done a lot. <laughs> for like, for like team, 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 uh, says head dude is, uh, we've, we've, we've racked up a lot from an old bank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice one, Lil. Yeah, was a sweet talk. He could be your bottom. I left it. I felt like you said he's not my top, and I was going to let it go. But luckily, <laughs> that's luckily, not what I meant, people. No. All right, you, you were ending it now. Double. Yep. <laughs> Wasn't tondering anything. <laughs> All right, say goodbye, Cotton. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.